It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Thursday episode. It's the first day of February. Welcome to February. For those of us in Michigan in colder climates, we're still in the middle of winter. You know, next month when I say welcome to March, we can start to hope spring is coming. I, I don't know if we have too much hope here in February, but God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good in every type of weather. But uh, I know some of you are watching and listening from warmer climates, you know, some from Singapore and the Philippines, where I lived for many years. And you guys don't have to deal with this winter, so praise God for you, but we still rejoice in every situation. So we are continuing to look at the book of Romans, and today we are looking at this theme of the wrath of God, and our theme today is with or without the law. Romans 2.12, with or without the law. Uh, Romans 2.12 says this, for as many as have sinned without law will also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. You see, what this is making clear is this. It's talking about the distinction between Jews and Gentiles. Uh, The Jews had sinned with knowledge of the law of God. The Gentiles had sinned without knowledge of the law of Moses. But here the Apostle Paul is bringing out that whether you sinned without the law, your sin subjects you to God's punishment. Whether you sinned with the law, as the Jews did, your sin uh, your sin subjects you to God's judgment. You see, what was happening, what often happened at this time, was that the Jewish people, the religious people, the people who were the people of God, the chosen people of God, they put their faith in the fact that they had the law. And because they had the law, and because they read the law, and because their synagogues had the law, they thought, well, we're better than these Gentiles. And they passed judgment on the Gentiles. They passed judgment on the Gentiles for their failure to know the law. They put their faith, the Jewish people put their faith in the fact that they had God's law, but they themselves were guilty. You know, this gets back to the hypocrisy aspect. They were judging others for doing the same thing that they themselves were doing. And Paul says, look, it doesn't work. The application for us today really is this. We can be going to church every Sunday. We can be hearing the Word of God. We can be listening to sermons. We can be lifting our hands in worship. We can be doing all of these things. The, the Christ, we can be speaking Christianese. We can be voting for the right candidates. We can be doing all of these things that we think are, are Christianese in America, our Christian life in America. Many of them are good. Many of them are very good. But we can be doing these external things, but if our heart is full of sin, if our heart is not repentant, if we are not walking with the Lord, we can't just say, oh, no, no, I'm good and I can judge others because I went to church Sunday, I listened to my pastor's sermon, I even raised my hands during worship. Nobody can tell me I'm doing anything wrong because I have all of those qualities correct. We can do all of those things right, but if we are not following the law, If we are not living in the light of righteousness, if we are not letting God's righteousness be worked in us, if we are not turning from sin, if we are not repenting, we are 
guilty. We are guilty. So we need to make sure that we don't just trust belonging to a church as our salvation. We don't just trust going to church on Sundays as our salvation, but we are keeping our walk with the Lord. We are walking with him in righteousness. We're walking with him through faith. We are walking with him. You know, the other side of this is that some made the argument that the Gentiles, you know, obviously at this, obviously a Gentile is just a non-Jew, someone who has not, uh, who was not one of the Jewish people. Some made the argument that the Gentiles could not be guilty because they didn't have the law of Moses. They hadn't been taught the law of Moses. So anything they did, they couldn't be counted guilty. They couldn't be counted guilty for their immorality, for their lust, for their violence, for their murder, for their pride. They're not guilty because they don't have the law of Moses. But yet, Paul is saying, just as the Jews are guilty with the law, Gentiles, you are guilty without the law. Because everyone, all mankind, does have the moral law of God written on their hearts. Romans 1.20 says that, pro- that says that creation proclaims God's glory. And whether you have been, whether the Gentiles had the written law of Moses or not, they did have God's written law on their hearts. Everybody in every culture knows that murder is wrong. Everybody, every culture, all time, has known that adultery, sleeping with another man's wife, is wrong. That is not some new thing. Every culture knows that sexual perversion is wrong. And, you know, they, they may not know all the specifics of, the, of God's ways. There are, of course, different levels that, that some cultures know, different levels of light that cultures know. But there has never been a culture where murder, uh, murdering your friends, your family is considered good. There's never been a culture where sleeping with another man's wife or sexual perversion is considered good. There is this knowledge that it's wrong. And sometimes they celebrate it still, but they're going against their own consciences when they do that, because it is imprinted on the mind of man that stealing is wrong. Everybody knows stealing is wrong. Everybody knows that that pride and that lying is wrong. That is a universal truth that God has implanted on our hearts. And of course, we may come up with ways to justify it, and other cultures may have built like whole giant ways to justify it, but deep in the heart, everyone knows it's wrong. So that, the application for us today, is that even those who don't go to church, we can't say, well, God's not going to judge them because they haven't uh, heard the whole gospel and they don't know that what they're doing is wrong. Look, we are judged, Paul said, whether you're without law, whether you're with law, the specific context being the Jewish law of Moses, but we can sort of extrapolate that to say whether you're in church, whether you're out of church, God has a righteous standard. God has a holy standard. Now, those of us who have a lot of light, those of us who do have the truth, God does say we'll be judged more severely. If we sin in the light of the knowledge of God, if we sin in the light of the truth that we know, and if we ignore that truth, and if we continue sinning, we are judged more severely. So there is a truth there that uh, that there is a difference in the level of judgment based on the knowledge we have, based on the truth we have. But whether or not we're judged at all, it does not matter if you're sinning with God's knowledge or without God's knowledge. In the old, in the context of Romans, with the law as a Jew or without the law as a Gentile, all are judged by God. The point I want to leave us with is this. Let's make sure those of us who know the ways of God, who know the will of God, who know his salvation, let's live in repentance. Let's live by faith and say, Lord, cleanse me, change me. I don't want to sin with your knowledge 
I want to be a righteous man, righteous woman. And Lord, for those of my friends, those of my loved ones who aren't in church, who don't have your ways, that's not any excuse for them. Lord, let me reach them with the love, with the gospel. Maybe, Lord, send me to the nations that I can go to those who haven't heard as a missionary. Send me with the gospel because all who are sinful will be judged. We need to say, Lord, let me reach them with the truth so that they may be saved. May what breaks God's heart breaks our heart. May we share his truth. Thank you for listening and watching, and we'll be back tomorrow on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it, and email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.